This is episode number three of the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. Three income secrets you can learn from Christian millionaires today. Stay tuned. This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while you're at the right spot? Finding solutions to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. What's up, family? It's your boy, Mike. We are back to the podcast. I want to talk about some income habits and strategies. But before we go into that, I just want to wish you all a very, I don't know if it's a, a, a happy belated Jesus's birthday. I was going to say a very belated Merry Christmas, but I don't think that's even a proper term. But I hope you guys had fun with family and just enjoyed yourselves and watched the kids just um, have fun with all their gifts or grandkids. And, and of course, wonder how you're going to pay for all that stuff after they done after they, after, after they, you done bought it. All of it's under that trees. But I hope you had a wonderful time and I hope we're you know getting ready for a brand new year. We are going into a new decade 2020. It's insane to really think about it. Um, I'm an 80s baby. So to me, it's just like a surreal. I know some people are even older than that. Um, Not that old, but you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of surreal when you really think about how far we've come, what God has done. And it's really amazing. But today I wanted to get into some income secrets. I don't even know if they're, that, that they're secrets. I think it's more common sense, but sometimes I have learned that common sense is not always very common. So I just want to talk about some quick income things that I had to learn that I that I am learning and that's really being, um, you know, being beaten in my head and my spirit. Um, some income secrets that I think that if we all can really understand would really begin to change our financial outlook. So I just want to get into it. Number one, net worth is not as important as income. Better yet, let me say it like this, your income is actually more important than your net worth. And I'm not saying this because if some of you are millionaires, that's awesome. Some of you are billionaires, that's great. But at the end of the day, um, you really can't spend net worth until you sell something. So income, on the other hand, allows you to maintain the lifestyle you want to maintain, allows you to not have to go to a job that you don't want to have to go to. So if you're not to say you shouldn't be focused on net worth, because that really is important at the end of the day. It's a net worth is um, assets minus liabilities or things that you own versus things that you owe. But when I but when you hear from Dave Ramsey, who is, of course, a Christian millionaire, multimillionaire, when he begins to talk to people, he says you either have an expense problem or you have an income problem. An expense problem is if you're making a million dollars and you're spending a million and one, you have an expense problem. You need to cut down your expenses. But if you if your expenses are forty thousand dollars and you're making only twenty five thousand dollars at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you cut or how much you scrape or how much you chop. At the end of the day, it is an income problem. So income is really, really important because I 
I think one of the biggest things that, and I believe I'm speaking to Christians is that, you know, we kind of keep praying for, for income, like God, send the money, send the money, God, send the rain, send the rain, the breakthroughs and all that stuff. And, and I'm not saying not to pray for that, but at the end of the day, if you're looking for a check to come out of the, uh, the in the mailbox or money to come flying out of heaven, you're going to be sorely, sorely, sorely disappointed because income is your responsibility and, and your income is actually tied to the level of problems that you solve. You solve bigger problems, you make bigger income. You solve smaller problems, you make smaller income. Um, or how much value you bring to the marketplace. So going into 2020, going into this week, and going into today, focus on income, making more income, income, income. That's the first thing. So, so your income is actually a lot more important than your net worth. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have a daughter that uh, has been coughing up the place. And I think she has um, she's kind of uh, infected me with all of her goodness. And, and so if I sound kind of stuffed up, that blame a little seven year old girl named Trinity. But regardless, so income is needs to be a focus. The second thing about income is that you need to learn how to maximize it. One of the greatest lessons that God gave me when I started tithing was that I realized that I could not just be focused on cutting, cutting this and cutting that and cutting cable and cutting this and cutting that and cutting, cutting every single thing. That, that doesn't work. You, you, can't, you can't cut your way into wealth. It, it, it doesn't happen. But you can maximize your income potential. And the way you maximize your income potential, you know, some people are not going to like this, but it is it's determined, one, on your ability to solve problems, and two, it's determined by your ability to sell something. Selling your services, selling your products, selling whatever. It is determined by your ability to sell. If you cannot sell, you will not be, make, you will not be maximizing your income. Um, Christian entrepreneurs, Christian millionaires understand the importance of sales. I'll give you a story. So Jay Gunnar Olsen was an industrialist in Sweden uh, some time ago, and he was learning how to trust God with his business. He was prospering, but his sales for, were slow for some reason. So he quoted himself as being a yo-yo Christian. When things were going well, he was happy. When things were going not so well, he was depressed. So he went on a 14-day fast, crying out to the Lord for direction. And, and the last day of the fast, he got a call from an intercessor. It was a woman he highly respected. And she had a word from the Lord. And she said, get out there and sell. You need to do your part too, Gunner. And according to him, it was a practical word from God. I had become so super spiritual, I was no earthly good. Research has proven that future CEOs or present CEOs, they credit a lot of their success due to the early sales job that they had, their ability to sell and persuade and to make something happen, to produce. At the end of the day, if you are going to maximize your income potential, you are going to have to learn how to solve problems, bring value to the marketplace and know how to sell something. So, I love you. 
my brother, I love you, my sister, but get off your knees and stop asking God for more money. You need to increase your financial income. You, your financial income. You need to increase your financial education. You need to increase your sales aptitude. You need to increase your value in the marketplace. As you do that, then your income will increase. But God will do His part. It is up to you to do your your part. And number three, the third lesson we can learn from. Christian entrepreneurs, millionaires and billionaires is that they understand the importance of multiple streams of income. So John D. Rockefeller, as, as I've said before, was the richest Christian, I say billionaire of all time. And he learned early on how to be the master of money and he wanted to not be its servant. So by the time he was 12 years old, he had saved $50, which due to inflation would be $1,400 in today's money. He then loaned a farmer the $50 at 70% interest. And at the end of the year, he collected $350 with absolutely no work on his part. He later said the impression was gaining ground with me that it was a good thing to let your money to let money, excuse me, be my slave and not make myself a slave to money. Now, when Jesus spoke about stewardship, he never only spoke about just managing money. It was about multiplying money. Matthew chapter 25 verse says, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods and unto one he gave five talents to another two and to another one to every man according to his several ability and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained the other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Another translation puts verse 16 as this. The servant who had received five talents went and put them to work and gained more. And that's in the Berean study Bible. Now understand that Jesus is not just saying that, hey, I need you to just have money and, and hold on to it and manage it and so on. And so he said, I want you to multiply my money. I want you to take $5 and make it 10, take 10 and make it 20, so on and so forth. It is about having the ability to multiply money and have different streams of income. I'll give you another scripture. In Luke chapter 19, verse 13, he, he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said, occupy till I come. That word occupy in the Greek has many different meanings. It literally means gain by business trading. Busily engage in making trades. Increase by trading. So Jesus was basically saying, gain by business trading till I come. Be busily engaged in making trades till I come. Increase by trading till I come. You have to learn how to occupy. We have to learn how to occupy. And, and I'm telling you, this is from about a millionaire yet. We're on the way. I'm learning these Christian habits and success strategies, just strategies, just like you. But I am saying that we got to learn how to make our money work for us as opposed to going out there and working for somebody who knows how to make their money work for them. I'll give you the last thing right here. And it's from my guy, Bishop T.D. Jakes. He said years ago. God dropped an idea 
for a woman's Bible class in my heart. That idea grew and became a book, a conference, a play, and a music CD. God gave me the ability to take that idea and package it to reach a much larger audience that it would have reached if it remained just that it would not have reached if it remained just a Bible class. I am very blessed. I have my ministry, which is my passion, and I have business success, which is the result of my creativity and the source of my financial success. Bishop T.D. Jakes has multiple businesses. He is a pastor. He is a bishop. He is a man of God. And yet at the same time, he is not going to go broke. He will be perfectly fine because he understands the importance of multiple streams of incomes. So if there's anything that you can focus on right now for the rest of the day and the year, number one, understand the importance of income. Number two, understand, uh, become more financially astute or I dare say more astute in the sales department to know how to maximize income. And then un- and as you, as you grow in your income potential, know how to make more income or diversify your income. And that's all I got right now. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.